This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Season 2, episode 59 or 58. Nate and I were just barking back and forth. We are unsure. I think it's 59. I think it is 59. I think that sounds right. It's a pretty good number, 59. It is. You know, we think about it on the golf course. That's a uh, great number. You think of some other notables, uh, what, Jake Gensel? Yeah, Jake Gensel for sure. Roman Yossi. Roman Yossi yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. 59, yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a great number, but uh, speaking of a guy who's shutting, he's shot four rounds in the 50s in his life, never on tour, Tony Finau. Four rounds of 59? Yeah. Wow. I, I think even lower. Oh, Lower than fifty nine. I think he's got some like fifty sevens and eights too in those in those four rounds. But I thought fifty nine was the all time record. No, no. Oh, Jim Furyk on the PJ Tour shot fifty eight. That's right. Yeah, but That's uh, we're the lowest on tour. Oh my gosh, yeah. yeah. We'll get in and fifty nine. I think there's been eight people. Uh, one of them being Adam Hadwin, Canadian. But we'll get into the golf lawn later on. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. We got the pregame ahead. MLB is going to dominate quarter one. Quarter two is the PGA Tour. The halftime show. We're going to go with some sports players. Would you rather uh, quarter three will move into the NHL and quarter four will bring it home in the NFL? But Nate, starting off in the pregame show, how was the weekend? It's a long weekend here in Nova Scotia. Uh, it's a holiday Monday, so we that's we apologize for the uh, for the late episode. I was in the city caddying for a good friend of mine, Alex Felt. Mate, we didn't get the job done, but uh, it's always a good time, you know, uh, in tournament golf, you know, grinding and and uh, man, it's uh, the conditions were tough. Yeah, I bet. Jeez, man, that. Uh... If, from what I've heard from you, it sounds like it was an absolute heater. Yeah, absolutely. It sounds sick there. Yeah, the course does it right. I mean, so everyone uh, at the course, they bring their significant others. It's just it's a big party because of the long weekend on a Monday. It's always on this weekend. And uh, we're talking about probably 400 people, you know, just, just buckled in on the 18th hole, watching the last final groups. And there was a playoff. It was absolutely electric. So it was a good time there uh, in, in Halifax and, and Dartmouth. But, uh, but Nate... I do want to say uh, rest in peace to uh, Bill Russell. Mm -hmm. uh, Bill yes. Russell, 11 championships. Yep. It's absolutely ridiculous. What was he, 88? 88. He was, yes. Yeah. So, yeah, RIP, <clears throat> old Bill Russell. It's a shame. Yeah, Boston Celtic legend. Uh, yeah. You think 11 no rings, man. Like one for it's every finger. Plus uh, two thumbs. And uh, where else could you fit a ring? So, so let's a go through or? this. So, what would, like, how, like, how are you fitting 11 rings? What are you doing? I'm getting one jumbo size and shoving it right down my pants. Okay. Uh, a cock ring? A cock ring. Okay. <laughs> Get a little vibrator on it, maybe? Okay. Imagine that. I right? mean, that's interesting for the 11th yeah. ring. But yeah, I mean, you'd have to get... You'd have <laughs> you to get do something. Yeah, I'll you got it on my toe. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, Nate, moving to the UFC world, Amanda Nunez, who I gave out as gonna, was going to knock out Juliana Pena, who beat her in one of the biggest upsets in December, ended up losing... Uh, to Amanda Nunez beat her this time, which was expected, but it was a unanimous decision. And I mean, they were both pretty banged up. They both took a lot of big shots. Mm -hmm. I mean, this was an exciting fight, but uh, our guy, Sam Alvey, 
is fighting this week and this upcoming Saturday. So we'll be watching Sam. We'll be betting on Sam. Then we'll have him on the podcast following. Yes, I believe he's plus 380 last I checked, too. So, I mean... We're not feeling great about it, but... I don't know. Man, I've pulled some UFCs. I remember I got Khabib against McGregor. Yep. Oh, man, the odds were great on that. Yeah, yeah. I beat the wheels off him. And then uh, Poirier's were good, too. Yeah. You know? I mean, those are obviously a little bit of a different story. Yeah, here. this is no an undercard. Sam, <laughs> yeah, Sammy, our guy. It's certainly an undercard. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, you know, it's uh, it's going to be a good fight for sure. I'm looking forward to seeing the guy out there swinging again. Yeah, man, he's it's always funny. He's absolute <laughs> effing beauty. He is, man. Guy's a beauty. He's always involved in our social media, and anyway, yes. he uh, he'll be on the podcast following that fight on Saturday, but need. Did want to mention to close out the pregame show, Dwight Howard said he's going to be joining the WWE. Yes. Um, so I was watching the WWE highlights over the weekend. Obviously, Logan Paul is kind of in that scene now. Pat McAfee obviously commentates. Yeah. Dude, I don't know how you can enjoy that. It is just guys flopping off the tables, doing front flips off ladders. It's like, obviously, there's a bit of athleticism and acrobatics involved in it, but... Like, is it, like, it's so staged. Like, everyone knows that, right? Dude, like, have you seen, it's an all-time clip. My girlfriend brings it up, like, at least once a month. But it's a, it's an old wrestling match, and it's, uh, I can't remember who it was. But it's literally put on, like, a show. They're like, and tonight we have this guy against this guy in the battle for custody over young Aiden. No they way. have a wrestling match for the custody of a child. Oh it's goodness. absolutely, like... You guys have got to look it up on YouTube. It is absolutely hilarious. But That is outrageous. Another thing I just want to mention about this wrestling. Yeah. Obviously, we all know it's fake. Yes. There are people out there who still believe it's real. Yeah, there are. Which is just mind-blowing. I mean, they sell out football stadiums to watch this stuff. I just can't... Only in the USA would this happen. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's absolutely ridiculous. You know what's another thing I hadn't thought about in a long time? What's that? Monster truck races. Oh, and man. And I don't know why that came up, but that would be sick to go to. Yes, what it would. What kind of specimens would be in the, in the stands at that? It would be crazy, but be Monster uh, Energy's best-selling weekend. Saw our guy uh, Verklappen won as well. He was plus nine hundred. Yeah, which is kind of crazy because he started off in the tenth position. Yeah, but ended yeah, up winning. Get a whole lot of respect. He's, I know he's you know the I mean? best like, in racing. Says they hate him. Like I know. I don't know. Everybody likes Lewis Hamilton. He seems to me like he's kind of more of a. He's washed up now. It seems. Yeah, it was here. He's washed up. There's people <laughs> punching air right now, and I know who they are. <laughs> yeah. Big Lewis Hamilton fans follow the pod, but uh, yeah, yeah, Lewis Hamilton's a pussy. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah. I don't no. want to trouble Lewis. But um, yeah, I think it was uh, Russell for uh, the other Mercedes driver was in the it was in the one spot mm-hmm. favorited to win, but uh, ended up losing to Verstappen. Uh, but Nate, that's going to conclude the pregame show of episode 58 or 59. I'm not sure which one, but it's MLB we're talking, and the Milwaukee Brewers have traded. Maybe the best relief pitcher we've seen uh, in recent years, Josh Hader to the Padres. Mm-hmm. So the Padres are looking to juice up a little bit, which they should. I yeah. mean, I mean they're right there with the boys. Yes, they are. The Giants and the uh, Dodge. Yep. So, I mean, you may as well go for it. Absolutely. So that's a, that's a nice uh, addition for sure for the Padres. Uh, Luis Castile, uh, starter for, for formerly for Cincinnati, uh, was traded to the Mariners. So the Mariners looking to uh, add to the rotation because they – as well, are, uh, are in uh, decent spots in the yes. AL West. So yep. they had that big heater earlier on this year. Surprisingly. Yeah, so and but they are a young star uh, that was um, uh, batting in the uh, in the home run derby, Julio Rodriguez. He'll be missing, uh, I think, 10 days on the 10-day IL, so that's going to suck for them. But uh, the, Nate, there was a rumor last week in the MLB that the Angels were floating around the idea of trading Otani. So 
wouldn't you trade both Trout and Otani if you were going to trade Otani? Like, you can't just, like, keep Trout on, like, this uh, brutal team. Anyway. I, I, well, I know, but it's... Anyway, I... I is it, why would you trade Otani? I know. Like, I know. What, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I know. It's like... It, I, I get their budget's not as, like, you know, it's crazy, but I guess I guess he's not going anywhere right no, now, though, exactly. was the last yep. report I saw, yep. but... Uh, yeah, he's not going to get traded. But I guess the Yankees put in a big offer. Okay. So... <laughs> Could you imagine if the New York Yankees would have got Shohei Otani? Oh man, it would have been uh, it would have been bad news uh, for the AL. That's Holy for sure. Smokes, um, I was talking to a Yankees fan actually at the uh, the bar on Saturday night, and was what, so how's he feeling? Uh, he's feeling really good. I, be- um, I bet he yeah, is. Yeah, I bet he, he is. is. But I mean, I I I, I trying to, to tamper his expectations because you know the it's going to be some gritty series in the yeah. early rounds in the AL. You know. Yeah. Also, I was uh, I don't know if you looked into what the because remember the. We were trying to figure out what the playoff structure is yes. the other day. So I looked it up, and it's um, so the last team in as a division leader yep. takes on the last wildcard team in a two out of three. Okay. And then the other two wildcards do a two out of three as well. Cool. And then it makes up the four seeds. Cool. So that's how it works. Cool. Yeah. Because I know it's changed a few times. So the one gamers are gone. There are no one gamers. Cool. Which is, <laughs> you know, they were sick to watch, but it's just a complete mockery of your entire association when you have a 162 game schedule. These teams battle out. You have six teams make the postseason, and then you have one team, Outrageous. two teams playing a one-game playoff. It doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. There's yeah, it's lo- even the best of five pisses me off it's in the lunacy. first round. Why wouldn't you go seven games? You can play. It's so crazy. It's you can so play crazy. Two in a day. Yeah, man. exactly. Um, Nate, as of now, Soto still remains in Washington, so we'll see what Juan Soto where he goes. He's going to be moved. He just wants to get it over with. But yeah, we yeah. still have tomorrow's the deadline. Yeah. So tomorrow's gonna be a lot of moving parts. Man, I don't know if he's going. You don't think? I don't know. He's got two more. I believe he has two more years left on the yep, contract. Right? So it's like, you know, I don't know. They might, they might, but they might not. Yeah, for sure. Well, know. tomorrow will tell. Yes, it will. Um, the Blue Jays are on an absolute heater. Nate, they've won eight of their last ten. Um, they've kind of separated themselves in the wild card. I think they've got a three, four game uh, bu- uh, buffer in the uh, in the AL East. Uh, obviously, they're behind the Yankees, but from the uh, the rest of the the sprinters in the in the uh, peloton. But uh, no, man, the Jays look good. Uh, obviously, George Springer's a little bit banged up right now, but uh, man, I like the Jays' chances, man. If they get in to to make some noise, yeah, I do too. I mean, especially if they get to do a two out of three. I mean, yeah, I th- I, I like their odds against just about anybody. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's only a couple of games, but. Manoa and Barrios is starting to look better, and yes. Gosman. I mean, you got the you got your three pitchers for the playoffs for sure. Yep. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. It's going to be interesting for sure. I'm ex- I can't wait for playoff baseball. No, and absolutely. This year's going to be sick too. I just get this. There's so many absolute wagons. Yeah. So anyway, Nate, that's going to conclude quarter one. Obviously, we'll have much more news on Friday's episode for what happened in the trade deadline. But I know all the listeners, while you're listening to this, you'll probably be having MLB news as well because it'll be released on MLB trade deadline. Nate, moving into quarter two, we're talking PGA Tour golf because Tony Finau has finally... This is this might be dangerous for the golf world. Tony Finau has won back-to-back events at the 3M Open and now at the Rocket Mortgage, Cla- Rock Mortgage Classic in Detroit. This guy, man, like... Dude, how many times did we call him Mr. Runner-Up and Mr. Two and, and just didn't couldn't close? Man, like we watched him final group at the Canadian Open, didn't close, but now he's learning how to close. I mean, this guy this guy could go on a little heater here, could go after the number one player in the well, world if, if he uh, if he continues well, to. He's legitimately always there. Yes. You know what I mean, for the yep. most part. So it's kind of interesting to see him finally start to win because now maybe he goes into these events and he's a little more... Like, oh, you know, I, I, I know I can do this. So yep. maybe he has, hasn't got the pressure anymore of what he would have had prior. So yeah, yeah. I, it, could get, it could get grindy. 
I was I was reading I think uh, 232 starts in the PGA Tour, 57 top tens. That's crazy. Pretty solid. Pretty solid. You know, every yeah. fourth time he pegs it, you can yeah. you can pretty much lock him into the top ten. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean, he's doing really well, and and uh, it's nice to see uh, Tony Female get a couple closes and a couple wins. Um, the 2022-2023 uh, PGA Tour schedule was released, Nate. Um, there's going to be three playoff um, events instead of four, and the, the the payouts, as you can imagine, much higher. Yes. yes. Um, a lot what of the tournaments. The increase? Have they announced it? Or uh, I've got the for the World Golf Championships. Uh, the purse for the entire field goes from twelve million to twenty million. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, like a lot of the tournaments, it's almost double. Um, yeah. So uh, I don't know. What Had to be done. Exactly. Had to exactly. Be done. Had to be done. In response to uh, the Live Tour, which we'll get into shortly. Um, but uh, no, it's exciting. The PGA Tour now we're headed for the for the FedEx Cup playoffs. Uh, I don't know how you're doing in the one and done, but I'm we're in desperate need of some winners to catch uh, anybody. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. pretty much screwed. I honestly think I haven't done that for three weeks. Okay, so I am completely toast. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't have anybody left to pick anyway. I yeah. don't think. Well, I mean, no, you I never know. Do. Yeah, for do. the playoffs, you, I mean, and you never know because the 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 prize pools in the playoffs are gigantic. That's fair. I'll be the, back in the mix. The last event is a fifteen million dollar win. Well. <laughs> I will be, uh, I'll be getting in the guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's a must. Um, Nate Henrik Stenson, who was pegged to be the Ryder Cup captain uh, in next year's Ryder Cup, decided to go play in the Live Tour. Yes. Ended up winning this week in his first start, a $4 million win. Uh, mm-hmm. But he won't be able to captain the Ryder Cup. Uh, obviously a big legacy factor in the golf world. The Live Tour, it, it's still it's still not appealing to me. Uh, I'm going to be completely honest. And, and I had a bit of an argument, um, I forget who with, just about the Live Tour and, and how they thought it was good for the game of golf and good. And honestly, like I, I'm not going to speak to if it's good for the game of golf. Or I'm glad that golfers are getting paid this much. But, you know, I think, you know, the fact that there's a split entity of the top players in the world, that is where it gets a little greasy for me. Like, I don't care if it's a Live Tour. I don't care if it's a PGA Tour. But I want to have everyone in the same yeah. spot. For sure. You know, it's a different story, too. Like we were talking about last episode when it's like hockey, you know, you, you've got the KHL. Yeah. But you're not, there's not a split of like sick guys there. No. You know, no. It's so there, there's some guys there that are, that are great players, but it's not how it is now. It's for completely sure. split up. Definitely. It sucks. What's really cringy for me, and I was reading an article of Davis Love the Third and Zach Johnson, who's uh, going to be the, the president or the captain of the Ryder Cup team. I was reading an article and. The two of them, they just found it really cringy, the whole Greg Norman side of things. I mean, obviously, all of these players have gotten their fame and fortune from the PGA Tour. Um, but Greg Norman is an interesting guy. I mean, you know, you think about the, you know, the infrastructure of golf. And, and obviously, Tiger was, you know, kind of the main attraction to golf for a long time. But before that, you, you know, your Jack Nicklaus's, your Arnold Palmer's, they established this league and this, you know, this circuit of golf. And, and, uh, and now players can, you know, make a living doing it. Um, but this Greg Norman cat, man, he, he tried to do this in the 90s. Arnold Palmer sat down with him and said, end it. Like, you're not doing this. And now, obviously, he's he's seeing some success behind it. But man, like he posts on Instagram with like he like hands out the trophy. Like he is like he is in it for the fame and the and the yeah. and the attention. And he's just a really cringy character, in my opinion. But I don't know what to think of it, man. I, I just I have no appeal. Like the team thing is goofy to me. Uh, like they're trying to do it in the Formula stupid. One setup, and I just. I don't know, if man. The teams were like set teams. I could maybe get a little more involved with it, but it's still just a weird. It's weird to have teams every week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more. It's an individual sport. For sh- exactly, exactly. <clears throat> it's but, uh, it's really weird. I mean, 
I don't. Uh, I can't really get behind it, man. And and the PGA Tour will have my allegiance moving forward. But uh, but Nate, yeah, we get the playoffs just around the corner, so the golf's about to heat up. There's yeah. gonna be some serious prize pools, and there's gonna be you know the guys are gonna be putting on shows, man. Tony Finau's now heating up. You got Xander Schauffele, Patrick Cantley got hot in this uh, time last year. Roy McIlroy, John Rahm, Victor Hovland. These guys are all on the PGA Tour. Yep. Cam Smith, all the guys that we love to watch, all the top players in the world are still on the PGA Tour. Yep. So we're excited about it. But Nate, we're moving into the halftime show. Let's absolutely feed. Would you rather? Talking about different sports players in different leagues. Yep. Guys of kind of the same caliber. Who would you rather have on your team? Yeah. You want me to start? Go ahead. Okay. We got Gretzky or McDavid. This one's probably tough because there is a generational gap here. Yeah, there is. I'm going to go with Gretzky. Yeah? Okay. I'm going to go with Gretzky because he's a bigger beauty. Okay. Hockey, though. McDavid's obviously the better player. It's challenging to, to, to... you know, I know to compare the the generations and and that you know we can get into all that we have, but I think just Gretzky's a better character. I need to talk to somebody like in depth that really watched hockey back then, and I just need a full breakdown how I would give it out from someone of how good Gretzky was. Yeah, is what I need. Yep, that's what I need. Well, obviously, completely dominant. Um, yes, dominating you know the league obviously more than McDavid did, but. As athletes have developed, as the yes. game's developed, McDavid is now the most dominant. And, and, and as we know, I mean, if you placed McDavid, which you can't do no. back then, I mean, you'd have to think. It's so hard. There's so many, like, factors that go yep. in because it's just like, all right, well, the, it's completely different equipment. Yes. You know? and uh, It's just... <sighs> Matthews or McKinnon? Would you rather? That's tough. That's tough. I am going McKinnon for sure. Okay. Um... I've just, I just feel like he's just got a little more to him for some reason. Okay. If that makes any sense. More complete game? Yeah. He kind of... Oh, man, I don't know what it is. Like, Matthews is unbelievable. Uh, you know, I might have a little bias just watching so much McKinnon. Like, yep. I've been obsessed with this guy since, you know, he was on the Mooseheads yep. back in the day. And, like, watching that Mem Cup. Like, this guy's just got a different level that... You know what I mean? Like Mem Cup, this guy scores a hat trick in the final. Yep. Like Stan, he wins the cup. He absolutely goal and assist in the cup winning game. Yeah. Like yep. he, remember that goal he had against? Uh, I believe it was St. Louis when they were trying to close them out, and he was, or maybe it was Edmonton. I can't remember, but when he went end to end, it went um, down in this playoffs. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh yes, he, exactly. Yeah. 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 Like yeah. Just got and like at that point it was like if the team could have Kemper could have mixed in a stop there. Yeah. You know, like that would have been the difference. Thing. I'm gonna go with McKinnon, but you wouldn't. You're in a great situation, it's a regardless. It's a yes, win-win, exactly. So, uh, my favorite, I think, was uh, when Petrangelo was mic'd up at the uh, at the outdoor game, yeah. and McKinnon was just like loading up, and he's like, "Oh fuck!" Yeah, he's like, "Oh boy!" Here yeah, yeah, here we go. Yeah, yeah. here we go. Yeah, and he just he scores. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Okay, here's one for you. A little bit of steroid here. A lot of steroid chatter in the yep. daily intermission lately. Uh, we got Alex Rodriguez or Barry Bonds. I know you're pretty bullish on Barry. You're going to go Barry Bonds. Now you're talking about Bonds. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I'm a big fan of Barry and Mr. Bonds. Uh, but uh, yeah, Mr. Bonds, I mean, I think he's the best hitter in, in the history of the MLB. Obviously, I didn't catch the entirety of his career. I was a young kid when he was dominating. But I mean, you think four straight NL MVPs with a batting average over 350 in those seasons, um, most home runs of all time, most home runs in a single season was 73. I mean, Barry Bonds was. This guy was the most feared. These guys, he's putting up these numbers with intentional walks after walk yes. after. Like guys won't pitch to him, and it was it was pitchers that missed their spots that he would just hit it out of the ballpark. Uh, yeah, you I, know. I remember watching uh, back then. I remember watching all the games when he was getting up close to the record. Yep. And I remember just like the crowd booing because some guys would just walk him. They were like, "I can't be the guy." Yeah. To, you know what I mean? To no, for sure. Go and so. 
But uh, yeah, I think I'd agree with you there. I was a big A Rod guy though when I was a kid. Yep, loved A Rod. Yep. I mean, I've just never, just because of the whole yeah, Red Sox. Sure, yeah, for sure. All right, now Peyton Manning or Aaron Rodgers? This is a bit difficult because I know Peyton's been gone out of the league for a little while now. Yep. But who would you rather, Peyton Manning or Aaron Rodgers, both Hall of Famers? <laughs> yeah, I'm going with Peyton. Yep. Just little. I don't know what it is about Aaron Rodgers. I don't really like him that much. Neither do I. I just don't like. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Like, yep. It's just like weird to me. Yep. There's a lot of like external factors with the guy, like the family thing. He, yep. like, ignores his family, right? Which yep. Is kind of. You know that's that's kind of strange. Um, obviously, I can't really comment on that. I don't know the backstory of it, but yep. Um, yeah, I'm going Peyton. Yeah, he's got more Super Bowls. Yeah. Peyton got two yeah. to the one, and then obviously, I think it's six regular season MVPs compared to Rogers to three. So, yeah. yeah, I think you're right there. Okay, we go with it. All right. Uh, lastly, for me, Huberto or Kachuk? Yeah, right this now. for sure. This this is a tough one for me because. I mean, you got Huberto, who is just an absolute freak of nature. He's just a, such a great playmaker. And then you've got Kachuk, who brings that dying breed of hockey power forward, mixing it up. Um, I this think is tough. I think, I know. I think for me, like just the way I like to watch, I think it would be Kachuk. And I know that might make a lot of people upset. I know Huberto's coming off the 117-point season, and I know... I just, man, I, I just think that Matthew Kachuk, a little younger player, you know, I just think he makes maybe more of an impact on your 82-game season than Huberto would. Might be a polarizing take. It's very close. Like, I mean, I, lo- I love Huberto and I loved his brand of, I love his brand of hockey. But in the entire trade we look at, I think I would rather have Mackenzie Wieger, Jonathan Huberto, a first-round pick, a prospect for Matthew Kachuk. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree with you there. The other thing is, too, with Kachuk, I feel like he is, like, no matter what, if he's having a bad game, he's still out there laying the body. Man, like, no disrespect to Huberto, but in that Washington series, like, him and Barkov were next to invisible. Did nothing. Like, it was crazy, yeah. man. I, I, obviously, they had, like, I think Huberto had maybe one goal. Yeah, so he's An one of those net, He's one of those guys that offensively doesn't have it. He can make impact other, other places in the game. Exactly. Yeah. So, I guess I would go... Kachuk, I on I think Hubert was better at hockey. Yes, but yeah, I think I can maybe take Kachuk. I guess I, Kyrie Irving or Russell Westbrook. I'm going Kyrie. Yeah, yeah, for sure going Kyrie. Dude, yeah, the guy's just absolutely filth. Yeah, he is. Like he's absolutely far filthier than Westbrook. Yeah, I'd agree. You know, so I'm going with Kyrie Irving. He's an absolute freak. I don't know if that's always been the case, what? but certainly in the last two years, it's. Kyrie's been the better player, and I think in the foreseeable future, Kyrie's going to be. The, but I think at one point during his career, Russell was a better player. I mean, he was a. He's got the most triple doubles of all time, doesn't he? Yeah, I mean, I think that sounds potentially right. I'm he passed not sure. Oscar Robinson. I'm almost positive. Okay, well, we'll allow it. Yep. Um, yeah, I'm going Kyrie though. Kyrie, Absolutely sure. Is that who you would take? Oh yeah. yeah. Yep, I would go Kyrie. Yeah. Um, all right, Nate. That's going to conclude the halftime show. Just a brief one today. Guys, I want you guys to keep in mind that Nate and I are coming off a long weekend with a lot of beverages consumed, so we're battling for you guys. You know, we want you, we want you uh, to have your daily intermission content for the week. Yes. Uh, Nate, we're moving into the NHL in quarter three, and we've got John Klingberg. This is an interesting little case here. A one-year deal in Anaheim for $7 million. $7 million. <clears throat> I know this guy was looking for eight. As early as last year when he could have had the extension. Yep. So he obviously took less money. Yep. Um, I don't think he was getting this massive contract from anybody. I think that that's why he fired his agent. His agent was I, like, John, man, like I, I, like the market's not here. And he's like, excuse me? Yeah. He's like, yeah, we, like to, like we, we can't be asking for this much money. He said, you're gone. Yeah, it was his agent forever, too. Yeah. And then I believe he's on the Newport. Is, is Newport yeah. the one uh, like Drake and them are with? I'm not sure. I can't remember. No. Either. Or is Newport Alan Walsh? 
Newport is Alan Walsh. Is that what it is? Yes, yeah, it okay, is. Okay, yep. Okay. So, so that's the flurry. flurry and the boys. Yeah. Okay. He well, goes to war for Alan Walsh. You damn right. Yeah. He got him a deal in a day. Yeah. Yeah. He fires he did. the old agent, gets him immediately. Um, you know. But, but this is interesting for the Anaheim Ducks. Yes. Because you know now you signed him to seven. Obviously, he had cap space. But like we look around the league, there's not many guys who could have not many teams that could have added John Klingberg for this price. It's not going to be a competitive team right now. The no. Ducks bring him in. You can flip him. At the deadline, yes, yes. retain a bit of salary. Which I'm assuming they will do. Because yeah. I don't believe they're going to make the playoffs. No, no, you wouldn't think. I no, mean, not in that division. No shot. Man, that decor, if you put Shattenkirk and Klingberg back a couple of years, man, yeah. like, <laughs> this decor would be absolutely outrageous. Yep. But Shattenkirk's completely and utterly washed. Yeah. And he was so never that Camp Fowler's pretty washed up. Is he? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I, I was a big Fowler guy back yep. in the day. I mean, we think about, like, we're probably, like, three, four years removed from this decor, like you said, being in a wagon. And yeah. just Jamie Drozdale kid's going to be a freak. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And th- who was the guy they got uh, this year? They got some, another D-man, right? They I traded think. Hampus Lindholm. Obviously, he was yes. he's a good player, but yeah. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think. I forgot who they got in that package from the Bruins. Probably a lot. Yeah, um, I can't remember either. It was... Uh... <clears throat> I'm not I, sure. I don't remember. That's crazy. I know. <laughs> uh, Nate, the Sens re-op Matthew Joseph uh, to a four-year deal, 2.95 AV. I like this deal. Oh, I love this deal. Yeah. This guy was electric the yeah. entire time he played with the Sens this year. Yeah. Great pickup. Can man. play up and down your lineup. 100%. Yeah. yeah, he can play everywhere. He's one of those like little Swiss Army knives. Yes, he you is. Know? He's like a... I don't want to compare him to like a Jay Beagle. I think he's better than Beagle, but like yep. Beagle will do the same thing. He can just kind of fill in. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, an injury, he can he can he can play on your fourth, third line, produce there, skates yes. really well, penalty kills, and then also if you know, say you've got a guy up in the top six that's injured, can pop in there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and most to be noted here, that was a hundred percent a mini stroke. I might have had a second one while trying to explain the mini stroke. Okay, um, but uh, this guy works his absolute bag off. Yes, he does. He works his bag off. Yes, he does. He no longer has a bag. He's <laughs> <laughs> been completely worked off. Moving along. Ethan Bear signs in uh, Carolina one year, two point two million dollar deal. I don't mind this. I think he's a he's a good depth defenseman. I like um, this guy. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. You know, he, he he plays that rough and tough game. You know, he can play that game. And yep. as we've seen in the playoffs, you need your defenseman to be able to uh, mix it up, play you know strong defensively. And I think Ethan Bear has that brand of hockey. So great uh, guy, absolutely. Nate Jake Vertan, and this is a name we haven't brought up in a long time. And it's actually a name that I was wondering about because this guy had a little bit, he had a big time promising career. Obviously, had a great world juniors. He's a kind of had that power forward right winger. Very high um, pick. I believe he was like yeah, fifth overall. Fifth overall. Yeah. Um, not guilty of his sexual assault charges. So I think he's in Russia playing. He's in the KHL. Yeah. Okay, so so um, do we see him come back? Who's to know? Interesting point, Nate, uh, on the uh, on the KHL. I was listening to Frankie Carrado uh, talk. He's filling in um, on the Overdrive show, and, and he played a year in Russia. And he just said it's it's just it's a half second slower, and that might not sound like a lot, but you just have like he said, he's a defenseman. You just have that extra half second to pick up your head and move the puck where you want to go. Right. And he said like, and for guys out of the NHL who go over there, and one guy in particular, he's going to be a god in in the KHL is Nigel Dawes. Nigel Dawes is a freak of nature. You give that guy a half a second. And he's a freak, and then you put him in the NHL, and he just didn't have that time. It's crazy, you know, eh? yeah. crazy. It's wild, man. Um, so it, it's amazing. But uh, Nate, I'm excited to hear your take on this one because Great. I am just, I'm so astonished. The Los Angeles Kings announced that they are creating a statue of Dustin Brown. Yeah, you know, I saw it, and I, as soon as I saw that, I thought back to one of our former episodes way back. Had to have been season one. We're yep. talking early da- daily intermission. We were talking about what players are getting statues. Yep. Dustin Brown, dude, getting a statue? 
This is the same guy you stripped the captaincy from. Like, yes. What the hell is going on? Uh, dude, this is just... This is... Okay. This is just to put up a statue. Yes, dude. it is. Like, it's ridiculous. Why wouldn't you wait for Kopitar? Kopitar. Yeah. Why? I can get behind Kopitar. But is there anything that you can think of? But through? even Kopitar getting a statue. Like, I'm a big Kopitar guy. He's absolutely uh, filth. Yes. But a, a statue, statue. Dude. You've got to be like, like this is Gretzky Lemieux territory. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Like you think Ovechkin? Yes. Hundred percent. Yes. Ovechkin might get a skyscraper. Yeah. They gave him the key to the city after one season. Like I'm thinking, even too. Like I don't even the know if there's a the Bruin. City. There's there's gonna get a statue. Like there's Bobby Orr, obviously the statue. But like your Can legacy. Can you throw Patrice Bergeron up to a Bobby Orr one where he's no. doing a thing? You know what I mean? No shot. It's ridiculous, man. And uh, like you've got to be like I would think like a top five player in the league for almost your entire career. Longevity would be big, but like we're talking about like people who are mega famous through the world. Like Steph Curry, probably statue worthy. LeBron James, probably statue worthy. Steph Curry, LeBron for sure. Yeah, and I mean like um, there's just a handful of guys throughout the leagues, man. Like I don't. I, I wouldn't be against Giannis getting a statue yeah, at some point. Milwaukee? For sure. Absolutely. A, you got to give him a statue. He's Absolutely. a legend. He stayed in Milwaukee the whole career. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, Dustin Brown getting a statue, I think it's a little far-fetched. I think we can agree that that's a bit of a push. It's the biggest push ever. But I yeah. mean, there's, there's other guys, too, that are more deserving. Like Bernie Nichols and... Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we what are you, like five, sixty goal seasons? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Bernie's a legend. Yeah, yeah. Well, Bernie's a legend, all right. Um, all right, Nate. That's. Uh, I, I'm interested in the Blackhawks right now. I just wanted to end off the NHL quarter by saying, I mean, where are Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taves going? Because they're not sticking around in, in in Chicago this season. Yeah, just just as you bring that up, actually. This so this is going to be my dog water. I'm just going to chuck it out a little early here. Yeah, it's Jonathan Taves. <laughs> Dude, this guy, man. Like, do you see what he's saying in the media? He's like, oh, I got no interest in being uh, oh, the five-year plan. Like, yeah. Oh, it's like, oh, you don't have any interest. It's like, I don't. I'm pretty sure they don't have interest in you making ten and a half million and getting twenty-six points a year either, John. <laughs> like, what are you talking about, dude? This guy is such a clown, man. I yeah, hate Nate, that Nate's guy. Nate's not a huge fan of Jonathan Taves. Oh, Obviously, God. You know he's uh, he sucks. He's regressed in his career. At one he point, he was never that good, man. At one point, definitely had the intangibles of being a leader, and and uh, you know. Anyway, I'm not going to get into it right now, but I know I, I know Fitz and Wells listen to this. I know Fitz and Wells listen to this going because he, he's also, he's got the a good old Canadian boy. That's all it is, man. <laughs> That's literally it. He's a good leader. He won a couple of cups. He's dust three. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, <laughs> I know. One didn't count. No. All right, Nate, we're moving into the quarter four NFL. Deshaun Watson, this was serious, surprising news. Headline news will be suspended for six games. Yes. So he'll get to play 11 games in Cleveland. Um, so that's that's good news for Cleveland fans, for Cleveland Brown fans. I mean, you're going to have to go six games, grind it out with a quarterback, uh, run the ball lots with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Mm-hmm. But... These guys, these guys don't have to write off their full year, man. You're going to have no. Deshaun Watson, who's absolutely electric, is one of the best young quarterbacks in the league, 26 years old now, but obviously missed a full season. But if he can come back and find his game, the Cleveland Browns are going to be a threat in the NAFC North. They are for sure. This is, this is crazy. You know, yep. I, I saw, uh, what was it, the initial post. There's a few things I saw from the comment section on one of them. Someone was saying, I can't remember who his, well, Calvin Ridley, <laughs> obviously, he got a far worse deal here. Yes. You know what I mean for what's going on. There's another guy. I can't remember exactly who it was. They got suspended longer for marijuana. Yeah. This, uh, it's I mean, kind of a tough few. look. Yeah, it is for sure. But are they throwing the Cleveland Browns a, do- a bone by saying, like, you guys yeah. have been so brutal? Yes. I don't yes. know. Your quarterback selections have been awful. Just terrible. But you got Manziel and Baker. and Oh, my goodness. Baker was first overall, right? Yep. That's crazy. Yep. 
it's going to be interesting to see how he plays in Carolina. But Debo Samuel signed a three-year deal, $72 million deal in San Fran. This guy is kind of a new-age receiver. They give him to the ball in the backfield a little bit. So congrats to Debo. DK Metcalf, extension in Seattle. This is really sad news. Canadian-born John Mechie. I was really high on this guy. He played on Alabama last year. Got drafted in the first round by Houston. Or early second. Uh, he'll be missing the entire season due to leukemia. Oh, geez. Yeah, so oh, man, we're thinking about the bad. Mechie family and, and John Mechie, and it's the lowest-grade leukemia. Obviously, it's a scary moment for uh, for Mechie, but hopefully he gets healthy, gets the medical attention he needs. But a stud Canadian receiver out of Alabama, obviously the top-producing college program, I was excited for him. Yeah, it's too bad, man. Yeah. That's, that's, that's tough to hear. For he's, sure. What's that other guy that Washington drafted to? He had the Hodgkin's lymphoma. It's too bad for these. Yeah. You know, just everyone's so young. Oscar Lindblom, too. Yes. You know, it's, it's a shame, but... It's awful, and uh, we're thinking about them. Yeah. Uh, center Ryan Jensen. Um, you you guys will know Ryan Jensen. He's the long-haired ginger center for the Buccaneers. He's just an absolute lunatic. Uh, he'll be missing a couple months, so that's a shot to the Bucs, but uh, hopefully they can fill him in on the O-line, and uh, the Chiefs bring in Carlos Dunlap on a one-year $8 million deal. So uh, the uh, the NFL's heating up, Nate. The training camps are going. We're going to get news, and, and we're about you know we're about three weeks out from uh, a couple preseason games, and then, I mean, yeah. the NFL season's going to come real quick quick september 8th september 8th yep. what is it uh it's a rams bills thursday night sweet <laughs> jesus that's gonna be an absolute heat machine oh my goodness the amount of gambling that's gonna go on in the nfl this season is gonna be absolutely outrageous and for everyone listening to this episode right now you need to take a moment and go to your phone you need to go to your phone right now and download the app called chalkboard so what chalkboard's going to do is it's going to give you access it links with your betting account which is amazing it can sh- it, it showcases publicly how you're doing betting but also you can get update on all the scores all the games it's kind of like a score or tsn app uh, you can check in on all the scores espn scores and you can also showcase your betting and then it's a chat board with everything going on so nate and i are going to be very active on this chalkboard so join the daily intermission board we'll talk fantasy sports we'll talk all the betting that we're doing that day so make sure you get on the chalkboard and join our board um, we'll give out a few incentives here in the next few weeks to get on the board and get chatting in there but if you're listening to the episode join chalkboard join the daily intermission board it's a very simple process i'm excited about it Nate. it is it is for sure and like i i know sometimes you know you hear the thing it's yeah like, yeah go download this app it's this new thing yeah like <clears throat> this is taking over for me 100 percent yes. from like twitter it's just feels like it's everything in one absolutely and having the sports book sync to it is absolutely sick it keeps track of your betting records yes. on every sport yep you got everything like you can go in there you can chirp the boys when we get exactly. stuff wrong we're yep. gonna be laying out our bets it's gonna be absolutely sick absolutely once again the app is chalkboard yes it's kind of a sports discord but you've yes. got this you get access to all the scores it's it links to your sports book like it like this is going to be amazing so listen it is we're it's really excited to, to build a community on there and uh make sure if you're listening go to chalkboard download the app and get in the daily intermission board neat fire wagon dog water of the week fire wagon max for clapping for me big win out of the 10th position he did a spin out still won Absolute legend. I know a lot of the listeners are huge Lewis Hamilton guys. We're Max for clapping guys over here at the deal in our mission. So congrats to Red Bull and Max for clapping. Yeah. Okay. My dog water's already been done. I went on that Jonathan yes, Page did. rant. Yep. My fire wagon is Aaron James Judge the Third. <laughs> dude. This dude, man. I put him out on live on the line. I'm like, I got an any time on him. Yeah. He hits that and a grand salamer. <laughs> yeah. This guy's an absolute wag, dude. He's on pace for 66 home runs. Yep. I am all on board with this man. I believe he's got 41. Yep. Is that correct? Yes. Yep. He could have he could have bagged another one. Yep. He hits him every night. I want this guy to get 60. I think this would be the ninth time in history someone hits 60 home runs. So yep. I want to see it. I want to see it. Let's go, Aaron. Absolutely. Uh, Nate, my dog water of the week is going to be Greg Norman. 
And I went into the reasons during the episode. The guy is just he he's just addicted to the attention of the media. Uh, he set up this live league, which I you know I'm not uh, bought into. So Greg Greg Norman. Does it feel weird to say that name for you? Uh, not particularly. It's Norman Gregory for me. So like yeah. I know my Facebook name is Greg Norman, but like it's kind of it was a troll back in the day. But I might have to change that actually. Um, but uh, I just try to picture like a guy's name was like <laughs> Brown Nathan. I'd be like, yeah. this feels so strange to say. But yeah, he's an absolute dog water. Yeah. All right, folks. Listen, that's going to conclude the episode. We'll be back on Friday. Thank you guys for waiting on the delay. Uh, make sure you guys are following along on all of our socials. Make sure you give this episode a comment. Five stars. Get on Chalkboard. Go to Chalkboard. Get Chalkboard. Let's absolutely feed.